Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Wide receiver, risers, and fallers in Dynasty Rankings, next on FFT and 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Heath Cummings. And as we do every week, Heath and I are going to talk a little bit about his updated Dynasty Rankings. We'll have some Super Bowl chat over the next couple of days on the FFT and 5 feed. But for now, let's take a look at, you know, 2023 and beyond from a wide receiver perspective. And, you know, one thing that's been really interesting about the wide receiver position over the past couple of seasons is how many of the truly elite guys at the position have been in that late 20s window. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, all going into like their age 29 or 30 seasons in 2023, if not, you know, a little bit older. And these kind of elite wide receivers can tend to hold their value really well. But when you're talking about a dynasty perspective and, you know, you're thinking about 2024, 2025, it's possible Cooper Cup may just be another guy by that point. So, you know, h- how much does age factor into your rankings at this point? Well, I mean, it probably factors in more than it should for someone who's trying to contend because sure. these guys have continued to be really good. But Cup did fall from he was number f- wide receiver four in August. And now he's wide receiver 10. Um, Devontae Adams was wide receiver 14 in August. He's now wide receiver 19. The one of those guys that you mentioned that actually went up was Tyreek Hill. Because in August, we hadn't seen Tyreek Hill without Patrick Mahomes, or at least not on the Chiefs. And he had a spectacular season. Doesn't seem like it matters at all. So he's back into my top 12 at wide receiver 12. They were the rare, he was the rare guy, 27, 28 or above, who actually went up in the rankings. All the big fallers were guys who were in that same range, but things just fell apart and kind of provide a cautionary tale for holding on to Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Cooper Cup, if you're not in that win-now team right now. Um, Guys like Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks just completely fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, I've got one dynasty league that I'm in with you where I my team is kind of built around a Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett core. Mm-hmm. Derek Henry and Austin Eckler as well. It's a pretty good team for right now, but I'm definitely going to have to make some choices. And, you know, it hurt that I didn't make the championship game in that league this year because that's the whole goal with a team like that. But let's talk about some of the risers, uh, you know, beyond Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it's it's the young guys. The the yeah. four biggest risers, I think, in my top 24 are Devontae Smith, who was wide receiver 25 at the beginning of the season. He's now wide receiver 7. Amon Ross St. Brown, who was spectacular to end his rookie year, but we spent much, much of the offseason debating whether that was just because everybody else was hurt. It wasn't. He's awesome. He moved yeah. from wide receiver 24 to wide receiver 6. 
Um, and then Christian Watson, I had a lot of questions about him with his profile, and he moved up from wide receiver 51 to wide receiver 22. I do think it's interesting that you have Devontae Smith ahead of A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith is a couple of years younger, but A.J. Brown was better this season. Is that just kind of a coin flip thing? Yeah, I was really surprised at how good Devontae Smith was with A.J. Brown on the roster. And I think for a guy in his second season at age 23 to earn only nine fewer targets than A.J. Brown and actually catch a lot more passes because of his profile as a wide receiver, um, they are back-to-back. I ran a Twitter poll on this about a month ago, and everyone prefers A.J. Brown. I understand why that is. But Brown is going to be 26 years old. That's not old at all. But he's had his fair share of injuries as well. So I don't know that he's necessarily a safe elite wide receiver for the next five years. All right. Let's talk about some players who fell. And and obviously, you know, Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams, I I think, make a lot of sense given their age and the Mm -hmm. quarterback situations around them. Do you think there's room for those two guys to creep back up if we, you know, get good reports about Matthew Stafford, if the Raiders, you know, land a a viable stopgap option at quarterback? I mean, Devontae Adams seems to think there's a decent chance Aaron Rodgers is going there. Would that move him back up? I think it's more likely over the next few months that Cup and Adams go up than down. This time of year, I wait 2023 expectations much lower than I will in August because there's Mm -hmm. so much uncertainty. And so... Yes, if Matthew Stafford's back and fine, if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback of the Raiders, the guys could both move up a significant amount. They're just tough guys to hold over the offseason because if something goes wrong for them, their value could absolutely crater. How about someone like Debo Samuel, who I see here was number 12 for you. He dropped to 23. How much of that is the uncertainty at quarterback? How much of that is just the 49ers? You know, I talk about it a lot. They have a math problem when it comes to their elite fantasy options. Yeah, it's all of that. I mean, I, I'm pretty much thinking that it's going to be Trey Lance, and if it's not, it's going to be Brock Purdy, and I don't actually believe that Brock Purdy is going to be an average quarterback in the NFL. I think he's probably going to turn out to be below average. Um, but it's the math problem, and then it's the thing that, like, going into this year, it was easy to convince yourself, no, Debo Samuel is just breaking fantasy football. He is that efficiency monster. Mm-hmm. He averaged 18 yards per catch last year. He'd been wildly efficient as a touchdown scorer, especially in the, in the running game. And we saw most of that just completely fall apart last year. Just five touchdowns on, an, what, 98 touches. Um, that's just normal for everybody else. Yeah. So he, he lost a little bit of that. Yeah, he can do things nobody else does. Yeah, getting Christian McCaffrey on your team certainly hurts in that regard. I, I do think it's interesting to consider, you know, what if they trade Brandon Ayuk? This is a team that, you know, mm-hmm. they might have to make some decisions when it comes to their cap. Brandon Ayuk probably wants a big contract, just had a very good season. That could push Debo Samuel back up. But, you know, it, it's not necessarily something I'm banking on. I don't think it would be a smart decision for the 49ers to trade Brandon Ayuk. But, you know, it's a possibility, at least, that that could push his value back up. Like you said, uncertainty and at the start of the offseason kind of plays a big role especially for wide receivers because you know context matters so much for them that's going to do it for fft and five we'll be back tomorrow to talk about some dfs props and uh super bowl stuff we'll see you then this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.